You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
J.M. Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast. I'm your host. And uh, today is the 22nd of October. Uh, it is the seventh day in the month of Cheshvan. Uh, and uh, we are glad that you could join us. We're glad that we are here with you. Um, let's see, I'm just doing some last-minute communication with uh, Hannah Julian about the news from Israel, which is coming up in about an hour. Uh, so we are going to set that up. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, what another week it's been. Unbelievable. As the, uh, the war continues on in, in Israel against Hamas and, uh, and various other fronts in the north with Hezbollah and uh, the Syrian side. And we continue to pray for all of uh, our people in Israel, the soldiers fighting and uh, the hostages coming home. So we we continue with that. and We'll get the latest uh, in the news, what's going on, like I said, in about an hour with uh, Hannah Julian. If you're studying Daf Yomi, it's getting towards the end of Kedushan today, Ayin 70, Daf 70, Daf Ayin. Uh, new Masechta coming up in about two weeks. Outside right now, it's uh, kind of a little chilly, 51 degrees, partly cloudy, going up to a high of 59 degrees only today, partly cloudy also. And uh, tonight, 48 degrees and cloudy. In Jerusalem, 80 degrees and sunny right now, going down to a low of 68 degrees and cloudy later this evening. Rabbi Goldwasser will be joining us at 7.30 with uh, Morning Chizuk. And we'll be playing music all throughout the morning till 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I think the clock changes. I'll have to remember to ask uh, Khan about that. I think the clock in Israel changes next week. We change ours in two weeks, so we'll double double check on that. All right, what are we going to do? We're going to start off with uh, Zusha here on JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a man. Cool, 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 I'm a man
כל מה שאומרים עליך, כל הימים לא יחברו את כל האהבה שלך. אז תחבק אותי, אל תעזוב אותי. אני כל כך רוצה להרגיש את כל הטוב שלך. את כל מה שאומרים עליך, כל הימים לא יחברו את כל האהבה שלך. אז תחבק אותי, אל תעזוב אותי, כי בלעדיך אין לי כלום. לפעמים הלב רוצה הכל, רק להרגיש, רק לא לחשוב, להירדם לדאגות, להתנקות. לפעמים הלב חולם על חום, על שמיים, על ים כחול, להיסחף עמוק עמוק לתוך המים, להיות שלם. לרוץ רחוק בלי שום דבר על הכתפיים לעוף רחוק בלי שום לכלוך על הכנפיים להיות נקי להתעלות בשוף שבאופק הכל שלם, בלי בעיה, בלי שום כאב, ממשיך לרוץ ולבקש, לנשום עוד רוח. ולפעמים גם כשהכל מהר, תראה רחוק, אל תפחד, תביט במים שזורמים, וזה הכל. להיות שלם 
כבר אלפיים שנה עוברים מה שעוברים מעולם לא התייאשנו לך מחכים מצפים בכל דקה שתשלח לנו גואל שיבוא ויושיע את כל עם ישראל בורא עולם אתה איתנו כל הזמן משגיח Yeah, 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 yeah
Sunday, 7.30 in the morning, Eastern Time. We're right here with you, and uh, Rabbi Goas will be coming up in just a moment. Before that, we heard Zusha. We also heard from Jonathan Scheinfeld, Moshe Klein, and uh, Udi Damiri. And another Zusha selection followed Modani by Regesh. We are here with you for another hour and a half. Hannah Julian will be joining us at the top of the next hour, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, with the latest in what is happening in the state of Israel. 51 degrees outside of our studios right now, going up to a high of 59 degrees. For uh, for this week's uh, travel plans and broadcasting plans for JM in the AM with uh, Nachum Siegel, uh, well, you may have heard last week that Nachum will be broadcasting from Jerusalem on Tuesday and Wednesday. Tomorrow he'll be 
in uh, in New York, uh, broadcasting from the studios there, but then heading out to Jerusalem from the Holy Land, broadcasting and showing the signs of chizuk and unity that uh, that he has shown over the last many, many years all around the Jewish world, but uh, especially to be in Israel, and especially at this time, is going to be amazing. Uh, and uh, we are all looking forward to hearing what he um, what he will be uh, saying, and uh, who will uh, who his guests will be. So a very exciting week on JM and the AM, uh, starting of course tomorrow morning with Nachum six AM Eastern Time. Uh, I believe, by the way, speaking of time, I think uh, Israel changes its clocks uh, next week, and then we change it the week after. So right now we're still seven hours. Uh, we are still seven, Israel, seven hours ahead of us. And I think the next week it'll be six, and then back to seven. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll check that out with Hannah Julian. At this time, each and every uh, Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Gowasser, Rabbi Gowasser's words, Elizabeth and Nishmas, Rabbi Zevben, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and. Uh, Here's Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. At this time, our thoughts and our prayers are completely directed towards the safety and security of every member of Klal Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. We are davening, praying for the soldiers. We are praying for the hostages for their immediate safe return back home. It is with full emunan bitachon that we await Hashem's salvation and redemption. In recounting that Avram Avinu went to Daven for Sodom, we read in the Torah, Vayigash Avram, Avram came forward and said, Will you stamp out the righteous together with the wicked? Rashi explains, What does it mean, Vayigash? It is an expression of approach. It's used for war. Avram Avinu was willing and ready to do battle in order to protect that which was his. The great Revelazer Menachem Manshach writes that when an individual is involved in a lawsuit, he retains a lawyer. At times the case is complex. He may require a team of lawyers to defend him. The prosecution does their work as well. There is a similar process in the Basin Shamila the heavenly kingdom, the defense attorneys, and the prosecutors present their case. As it says in Eov, Im malach echod, If there even be one single angel among a thousand that will defend a person, Hashem will spare him. We know that there are several things that can be done, especially at this time, to sway the based in Shamila in order that we have an imminent victory. One of those is tefillah, prayer. The prayer of each and every person is very precious in Shamayim. One should never be discouraged and think that their prayers don't count. In fact, the Rambam says that it is a mitzvah diorisa, a Torah law, that during the time of tsar, during the time of distress, one calls out through tefillah. The second is, 
to do kind acts, acts of benevolence. This we have seen throughout the entire world, how the Jewish community has mobilized to send goods, to send products, to send clothing, to send electronics, to send all kinds of things to Eretz Yisrael, to the people of Israel, to the people that have been displaced, and especially to the soldiers. The third item that is most effective is Torah learning. We know that when Yeshua went to capture Yericho, the Malach met him on the way and said, there is a lacking of Torah study. If you want to be successful, you will have to learn. Yeshua spent the night learning the depths of Halacha and then was successful. Be'ez Rashem Yisparach, in the schus and the merit of our prayer, of our chasadim, of our kind deeds, and especially in the merit of learning Torah. May we hear, B'suros Tavos, Yeshuas V'nechamos, Bekarov Bekarov. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
גדול במלוכה, הדוק ההלכה, ותיקם יאמרו לו. לך ולך, לך כי לך, לך אף לך, לך השם אמר לך. כשאני מסתכל על עצמי, איך שאני נראה, וכשאני מביט על תפילתי, איך שהיא נראית. ויתבונני שתכינתי צריכה להגיע אליך מלך מלכי המלכים הקדוש ברוך אז היודע אנוכי, כי הנני זקוק לעת, לעת רצון. כדי, כדי, כדי שתפילתי, שתפילתי כשאני מסתכל על עצמי, איך שאני נראה, וכשאני מביט על תפילתי, איך שהיא שתכינתי צריכה להגיע אליך מלך מלכי המלכים הקדוש ברוך הוא אז היודע הנה ניזכו לעת, לעת רצון. 
second brownout, which of course threw us off the air, thanks to Avrami for getting us back on right away. And uh, I am sorry that we are a drop late for the news from Israel, but uh, hopefully hopefully we have the connections here, uh, and we shall see. So let's try this. It's uh, 8.02 in the morning, and at about this time... Uh, every Sunday, it's time for our news from Israel. Chana Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us Sunday mornings to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Chana Julian. And good morning to you, Matis. The Israeli military and the Ministry of Defense announced this morning that 14 more communities are being evacuated. And unfortunately, we lost that connection. We're going to, okay, see if we can uh, see if we can get Hannah back uh, right now. Um, so we're going to just touch the music for a minute again. Atagado. 
Solomon. So we we did, uh, and hopefully we can get to that song fully. Anyway, uh, starting I guess at the top, here is uh, Hana Julian. Good morning, Hana. Hi, Matthew. Hi. <laughs> the the Israeli ministry, the Israeli military, and the defense ministry uh, announced this morning that fourteen more communities are being evacuated up north, and this is in addition to last week's evacuation of communities within two kilometers of the Lebanese border. And then after that, communities within five kilometers of the border. On Friday, the city of Kiryat Shmona was also evacuated. In the south, the city of Zderod has already been evacuated, along with more than two dozen other communities along the Gaza borders. I assume you see a pattern here, like both borders are being evacuated from communities that could be at risk. Uh, the residents of those communities are being placed in hotels around the country. Those who have friends or families in other areas have gone to stay with them. And in addition, Israeli municipalities have organized lists of those who are able to host refugee families and lists of those who need places to stay. There are at least 2.3 million Israelis living in southern Israel, and at this point, none of them are truly safe. Rocket fire from Gaza is being aimed at Israel on an hourly basis. Just a couple of hours ago, a barrage of missiles was fired at Beit Shemesh, Kiryat Gat, Zderot, and all the towns in between. That having been said, small businesses and organizations across the country are working together to provide the soldiers with what they need, especially food. As one example, the owner of the Pinatha Ofer Bakery in Beersheba's Azraeli Negev Mall has been making nonstop sandwiches and baked goods for the soldiers daily since the start of the war. Because Beersheba is periodically being hit with rocket fire, there is not a lot of customer traffic at the bakery. And as a result, money is getting very tight. But that has not stopped Pinata Ofer from making sure that soldiers in the South have something good to eat 
as they travel between their staging areas and the Gaza front. The evacuations along both of the borders are taking place as fighting intensified between the IDF and Hezbollah and in advance of Israel's planned ground invasion of Gaza. Analysts are estimating that Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza have at least 20,000 more rockets still sitting in their arsenals. In the north, Hezbollah has a massive arsenal of short- and long-range guided missiles, more than 150,000 rockets, including those that hit tanks. Some of the anti-tank guided missiles, they're called ATGMs, uh, are very effective in targeting the Israeli forces on the northern border. First Sergeant Omer Balva, a 22-year-old lone soldier from Silver Spring, Maryland, was killed by his Bala missile fire last night. Uh, Omer attended the Charles Smith Jewish Day School as a boy. His funeral is scheduled to take place in a few minutes. Uh, he's being laid to rest at the military cemetery in Herzliya. Israeli forces have killed the deputy head of the Hamas Regional Artillery Array in Gaza. The IDF says that Mohammed Kakamash was killed in an aerial strike. He was responsible for fire and artillery management in Hamas. In addition, Israeli forces killed the head of a rocket-firing squad and a Hamas terrorist who tried to infiltrate through the border fence with northern Gaza. In northern Israel this morning, the IDF knocked out a terrorist cell trying to launch anti-tank missiles towards the community of Avivim along the Lebanese border. The IDF also blocked an attack on an Israeli surveillance drone. Uh, Israeli forces attacked the Hezbollah base that fired the missile at the drone and also intercepted the missile. The IDF also carried out a rare aerial attack on a terrorist position in the Palestinian town of Jenin. The joint operation was carried out by the IDF and the Shin Bet. The strike destroyed an underground terrorist tunnel between the Al-Anasri Mosque in Jenin. Hamas and Islamic Jihad terror cells were using that mosque as a base for attacks on Israelis. The IDF eliminated the cells as they were finishing up plans for another attack in the immediate future. On the good news front, thousands of Torah-observant men are now asking to join the Israel Defense Force. This weekend, the IDF received 2,000 requests from Haredi men who want to join the war against Hamas. So far, 120 of the applications were accepted, and they'll begin training tomorrow. Other applications are being reviewed, and the men will be recruited as volunteers as appropriate. A quick look now at the weather. We've got partly sunny skies today across the country with temperatures ranging from the high 70s to the mid-80s. It looks like we'll have pretty much the same weather for the rest of the week. It is great fighting weather, and we are all praying for the success of our troops as they prepare to invade Gaza and eliminate Hamas. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thank you. I'm not letting you go just yet. <laughs>
if you have another okay. minute. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's ironic that on the good news front, it has to be that more people are signing up to fight the enemy. I mean, it's good, but, you know, it's a shame that it has to happen. I see the little irony in there. Um, but I, I do have a yeah, question. It's, it's very ironic because yeah. up until this point, it's a, it's really a cultural reboot, I think. Right. And they're being, doing Rabunum, not this. This is not just, you know, an independent thing. The Rabunum are telling them to do it. Right, right. Uh, I, if you can give us a sense, you had mentioned about the latest rocket fire from uh, Aza going into southern Israel. Compared to, uh, I guess this is a multi-part, compared to the very beginning when there were thousands of rockets coming from there, and now given uh, that Israel has um, asked the citizenry of, of northern Gaza to shift to the south, and Israel has been uh, eliminating many, many of these um, terrorist cells in Gaza, in the north especially, and the uh, the rocket uh, firing areas um, are these new rockets first of all is there a a clear uh, lessening of overall rocket fire like on a day-to-day -day basis number one and number two are these rockets now coming from more of the southern part of gaza or they're still entrenched in northern gaza no they're still in northern gaza uh, the 700,000 uh gazans left, uh, evacuated to the south from northern Gaza and from Gaza City. But you have to remember there are more than two million people in that enclave, and at least a million plus are in the north. The fact is that this first stage of what the IDF is doing is kind of clearing the runway, if you will. Yeah. They, they have they've slowed down the rocket fire. Um, and I think it's because they're saving those rockets to be able to fire them nonstop when the ground invasion begins. That's when it's going to get really, really active, and it's probably also when Hezbollah is really going to start uh, major action up in the north. Okay. Uh, Very that, likely. Yeah, unfortunately, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, it, Another question with with uh, yeah with President Biden's uh, trip last week and with the presence of the uh, naval warships from the United States, um, what is the feeling in Israel about that uh, support? Is it um, is it having an effect? Is it making you know, people? The Israelis were surprised. I want to tell you they were surprised to see that much support that quickly because. Usually, what happens? The White House pledges support, and you know, uh, on, you know, unbreakable bond and all that jazz. And then they don't follow up, or if they do, they follow up slowly and they drag it out, and then they refrain and 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 proportionate response and all this other you know basic garbage. This time, that has not happened, and I think the Israelis were uh, pleasantly surprised, sadly, pleasantly surprised that President Biden is showing the support that he's showing. And the fact is that with the, uh, with the, the carrier strike group off the, uh, off the coast of Haifa, um, 
I think that it has had some effect. I, listen, when Hezbollah decides to come in, they're going to come in for a lot of reasons, um, and many of them having to do with Iranian pressure. But I think that the the way they've been holding back until now has a great deal to do with the fact that uh, President Biden has made it very clear that he is not going to allow the elimination of the Jewish state. It's just not going to do it. He's, we have had more than 45 cargo planes uh, land here in Israel, all of them with various types of equipment, vehicles, and weaponry uh, to help us fight this fight. Um, by the same token, we need to remember that we have Iran on three sides of this country. We have Iran in Syria, we have Iran in Lebanon, and we have Iran in Gaza, and they have been supplying their proxies for years with, with endless, endless supplies. Um, we have been uh, attacking the Damascus airport and the Aleppo airport, uh, and we've done that repeatedly. I think last night was the third or fourth time we've taken those um, airstrips out of commission, and we're doing that so that Iran will not be able to resupply Hezbollah once they get started. They, we, they also, someone, and I'm not really sure who it was, hit the, the Al-Bukabola Al uh, intersection where the border of Iraq and Jordan and Syria meet. There's a crossing there, and the Iranians were using that crossing to move convoys of weaponry into Syria, and then from Syria they'd be transferred to Hezbollah. Interesting. So that area got it also. Wow. When you yeah. mentioned... But there's, a lot going, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. When you mentioned the 45 cargo flights, are you saying those are directly from American support uh, or just in general? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're American. It was all American support. They were, at one point, they were landing every 15 minutes, and they were bringing supplies that we really needed quite badly. Wow, interesting. And I did see reports on various news stations, uh, commentators from the United States saying that, um, that uh, I, I guess it's a juggling act a little bit because uh, United States has uh, prepositioned uh, armaments and ammunition in Israel that's always there, but it's not for general use. It can't just be tapped in by Israel. It's for the United States to just kind of have a storage location there for other, uh, for conflicts or, or need. And a lot of what was uh, there went to Ukraine uh, in the recent past. And now what is being resupplied is not only that uh, prepositioned uh, armament, but also direct to what Israel needs right now. Yeah, they've, um, I mean, still supplying Ukraine, but I think that they have brought Israel up as at least an equal focus, possibly a bigger focus, because if, if this conflict is not 
managed properly could very well be the start of World War III. Right, that was... That at all. That, have, that, listen, they, they found on the, on the... Look, the weapons they found uh, at the site of the massacres in southern Israel, those all those communities along the border, they found weapons from North Korea and from Iran. Right. Right, that was now, that was mentioned. Yeah. You have to you have to remember North Korea and Iran are on an axis together with Russia, Iran and Syria. Right, and I think that when the president uh, talked about in, in his uh, in his uh, uh, statement to the nation on uh, I think it was Thursday, uh, he he pushed for aid for Israel, of course, and for Ukraine, and possibly uh, what we hear in not equating the two, but but keeping them high of importance, kind of sends a message to Russia also. If we're uh, if the United States is uh, keeping focus on Ukraine, supplying Ukraine, it means it's not ignoring that, and it's a message to Russia, perhaps basically saying, don't think that you're going to be able to uh, get in to this war more in Ukraine or even in the Middle East, you know, we're still watching you and we're still going to be supporting both fronts. That's precisely why those uh, carrier strike groups are off the coast. Yeah. It's not It's not about Israel and it's also not about Lebanon and Hezbollah. It's about Iran and, and, and Russia in particular. If you look at what Russia has been doing in the UN Security Council, they have been... Uh, it's, it's really weird that they've been aiming at Israel, which they hadn't been doing for years, and they did the same thing at the Cairo summit, um, which was held yesterday, and which was, you know, another exercise in we hate Israel, we hate Israel. Right. It's ridiculous. The Europeans were quiet when they should have spoken up and said, this is an existential threat and it has to stop. And instead, it was the typical moral equivalency well, you have to watch out for civilian casualties and, you know, da, da, da. when you think of the civilians in Gaza, you have to remember that when the security fence was broken through by the, the Hamas um, military force, and it is a military force today, it's not just some terrorists, it's a military force, when they broke through that fence, they were followed by hundreds of civilians, Gaza civilians, and some of the worst atrocities, which I'm not going to describe, were actually perpetrated by the civilians. The well, civilians have been exposed, the Gaza civilians have been exposed for the last four generations to uh, one message, and that is it's, it's a mitzvah, if you will, to wipe out. Uh, the Jewish people and the Jewish state. Well, I and, mean, and, and they yeah, uh, of course. I, I guess you know, it's not going to discuss it now. It'll be for future discussions. But you know, you, yes, I guess we believe, and as has been said by many uh, on the Israeli side, that the fight is not to the Palestinians directly. It is to against Hamas, and uh, uh, and I, I saw one 
poster I guess somebody had either at a, a protest uh, rally. I don't remember where. But there were signs that said, free Palestine from Hamas, which right. was you know quite telling. So, uh, <laughs> of course, that, that the ideal would be that the Palestinians would... would uh, you know, favor not being ruled by Hamas. But when you have the Palestinians, like you say, brainwashed for so many decades uh, from from the beginning of their school age, um, at some point they become the the militants also, unfortunately, when they cross over, like you said. Uh, but, you know, regarding that, we're talking about, I guess, the future of, of a free Gaza from Hamas, you know what that would look like, and uh, the hope would be that the uh, th that the general population that's been under the gun, literally, uh, by Hamas and other groups, and afraid to talk and afraid to say anything, you know, there might be some leadership coming out, and uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, thank you so much for for joining us uh, for this extended uh, piece, and. Um, Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll hear some better news this week on, on the war front and, and not hear that uh, others have joined in. Uh, and it's getting hopefully closer to the end of this. We'll see. Oh, God willing. We certainly hope so. <laughs> All right. Great. Have a great week. Have a great week. Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday. See you next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Uh, that is the news from Israel. Hannah Julian, we thank you and um, oops, and uh, hopefully next week we'll bring some uh, you know more better news and uh, we'll continue to hear what is going on. Of course, one week in this is like an eternity, but uh, you know a number of things that we may not have heard on the uh, on the general media that uh, that uh, Hannah mentioned, uh, like the 45 cargo flights that have already flown in, more coming. And it's very interesting the way it's being perceived and the way she said that basically Iran is on three sides of Israel. And uh, that's, uh, that's important to remember. We talk about all the proxies and the individual groups. Fundamentally, it is Iran uh, uh, as the puppet master on three sides of Israel. Uh, okay, on that note, we will be going back to the music. We're going to get Shuki Solomon in full with Shir Habitachon uh, right here on JM Sunday. We're here for another about 34 minutes. Thanks for joining us on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Atagador, Boreacor, 
רק אתה, אין מלבדך, הכל יכול. אתה גדול, אתה גדול, בורא הכל, בורא הכל, רק אתה, מלבדך, הכל יכול. יש או אין? יש בורא עולם, יש בורא עולם, יש. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו, אין. יש בורא עולם, אין עוד מלבדו, אין. עכשיו הבנתי, יש בורא עולם, אין עוד מלבדו.
sakala
רגוע ושלם. אני קלץ איתך, אותך אוהב. אני הבן שלך, רק תן לי לעוף גבוה. שמור עליי שלא אפול. מתי לרוץ מהר? מתי עוד לחכות להסתדר? למצוא להיות פינות של שקט, אני יודע. כן, עכשיו אני יכול. בתוך עולם גדול צועק, אני יודע. Oh, 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 oh,
Yet a frightened child Not for pain, pain and grief Remains forlorn and uncertain Clinging to the faith That it can be heard As it cries out to its father You shed a tear for your dear children You raise your sweet voice Now is the the day will go And mama rough and cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children Is a good day Show up on על בנים אשר גלו ויוצאים לו רחל אימנו סיכולת שוב רדיפה נקולת בזכותך שוב ובונים לגבור ובונים Winkel ist die Jeder allein In Gebrauch Mit Kreuzgewinn Die Tränen wie Wasser gesehen Ich beuche alleine Bemorasa machbele Bezichot Abraham Shweki's English medley. I like that a lot. Uh, maybe we'll play it in full next week on the next edition of JM Sunday. 
I want to thank Avrami again for helping us get back on when we had a little bit of a power failure and uh, lost the stream. He got us back on. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to uh, mention there were a couple of people on the app who uh, commented, uh, and uh, I wanted to get that information out there. Uh, listener Mensch says, Please daven for Nachman ben Esther Dina and Baruch ben Devora. It's Nachman ben Esther Dina and Baruch ben Devora. And Pat says, thanks for the update from Israel. It's good to hear news not slanted. Yeah, we appreciate that very much, for sure. And uh, uh, Pat commented on Friday night that Shul had a unity dinner for Israel. Several members gave reports from their families in Israel. Very meaningful. And Am Yisrael And thank you, you know, so much for, uh, for that. That is absolutely true. But we're just about uh, ready to finish up today's show. And uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Hope you have a great day, great program, and continues all day long on the network. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with the JM and the AM. And then he's off to Israel Tuesday and Wednesday. He'll be broadcasting from Jerusalem. So make sure to check in all this week. I'm sure the program will be great, of course, tomorrow with updates on what's going on in Israel. And then, uh, then to be in Israel during this time is... Uh, is very important and uh, he will be there letting us know what's going on from uh, boots on the ground as they say thanks again everyone have a great week a great shabbos and we'll see you next week right here on jm sunday on the nachem siegel network You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.